It's May 22nd. It's uh, 9.53 a.m. right now. I woke up about 2.30 and just lied awake. Managed to get a little sleep once the sun came up. I had another nightmare. A different one this time, though. I know you had suggested keeping a written journal, but it's, uh, it's easier to explain it out loud. It was easier that way before. I'll, I'll try and keep these labeled or something. So, anyway. When it starts off, I'm in this field. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. There's a soft breeze blowing. The grass is a lush, vibrant green. And it looks like waves in the wind. The sky is a perfect blue, no clouds blocking the sun. And I can see these huge, majestic mountains on the horizon. And I can hear birds singing. So peaceful. Thinking back on it now, it was awe-inspiring. Like I was dropped into a painting. I walk through the grass with my arms spread out. I can feel it in my fingers. It feels almost like locks of hair. It's so smooth. And my hands come away with this gleaming green residue, kind of like eye makeup. I sit down to take it all in. The grass feels cool underneath me. Then I hear something. This gentle, pulsing hum. It's so short that at first I'm, I'm not sure if I actually heard it, but then it comes again, and again, and again, every few seconds. It sounds like how the rest of the place feels. I don't know how else to say it. It was just tranquil and bright. And I just, I feel this magnetic attraction to it. So I look around and eventually I determine that it's coming from these woods on the edge of the field. So I get up and I run over into the woods and, and they're not dark or, or, or foreboding or anything like that. The trees are healthy and tall and, and vivacious. It's still beautiful. And I still hear the hum, but I notice now that the space between each hum is a bit longer. So I start run. I, I start running, running because I'm suddenly afraid that whatever is making the sound, it's getting further away from me, and I don't want to lose it. But the further into the forest I get, the more spaced out the hums get. 
And the possibility that I'm going the wrong way doesn't even occur to me. Like, I know I'm going the right way. And I know that it's just moving faster than me. I start to get frantic. I want so much to see what's making this sound, but I can't catch up to it. And at some point, I see an opening in the trees. And I'm convinced that's where the sound's coming from. So I book it. And right as I step out of the forest, back out into the field, I hear the hum one last time. And then it stops. I I stand still and listen for a minute, just to be sure. But it doesn't come again. So, now I'm in a different part of the field. And it's just like where I came from, but it's darker somehow. Which doesn't make sense because the sun is still out and the sky is still clear. And as I'm looking around, trying to figure it out, off in the distance, I see this tower. It's enormous, the size of a skyscraper, made of limestone, maybe. And it looks like it was built upside down. Like the base, the base is is narrow, and it gets wider as it goes up, like like a beer glass. And I'm standing in its shadow. It feels like at any point it'll fall on top of me and bring the sky with it. I approach it. I get there almost immediately. There are these numbers over the door. 25, 21, 35, 33. I don't know what that might mean. That They don't mean anything to me. But I go inside. And the first thing I notice is how many windows there are. I can see dust particles in the shafts of light coming in. It's actually fairly bright in there. The windows are... They're upside down, too, like the tower itself. They're, they're pointed at the bottom, and the, uh, the, 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 the sill was on top. At first, I think the place is empty, but as I'm looking up at the windows... I start to look, my my eyes start to wander to the ceiling. And on the ceiling, there's a lot of uh, refuse. Broken glass, splintered wood. It looks like it used to be furniture. Like, like it looks like legs of chairs and, and books. There's a lot of books, too. Torn pages scattered all over the place. And nothing falls. In fact, at one point... 
a breeze blows in through a window, and a piece of paper falls off of the remains of a desk, and it falls upward onto the ceiling. And right in the center, there's a jagged hole, like something heavy fell through it. There's this gently sloping ramp spiraling up along the walls. And I start walking along it. And leads me to a latched door that goes up to the second floor. And once I'm there, I look I look back at the hole in the middle of the floor, and I notice the wood is slanted upward. As if whatever broke the floor was bursting through it, not falling. And I notice a bit of dried blood on the planks as well. I keep walking up. I'm moving fast, but the place never looks any less huge. And every floor is... um, is pretty much the same, but I start seeing paintings on the walls, and they're upside down too. Some are hanging kind of kind of tilted, and some are damaged, the canvas is stained or cut, and a few are on the ceilings with the other debris. Most of them are too hard to make out, but there are a few that I do remember. There's one that's a... Uh, Dark, dark sepia tone. It shows a misty, watery plain. And the only thing in it is this one skinny tree. And from the branches, instead of leaves, it grows fish and birds. Live fish and birds. They grow head first out of the branches. Some aren't grown past the beak or, or, or the mouth of the fish, and some of them are grown fully out of them, but they all stop at the tail fin for the fish and the, the feet of the birds, and they can't get away from it. The birds, they're all trying to. The birds fly, try to fly away, and the fish writhe and wriggle furiously, but that's all they do. Half of them are hanging down dead. Some of the birds are eating the fish. There's a ring of blood around the tree. There's another one that shows this rugged landscape. There's there's trees kind of spotted around and a couple of rocks and stuff. And, and way, way in the distance is this one single bear. And it's, it's so far away 
but it's looking right at the viewer. See if it can see it. See me from such a far distance. And his eyes are this gleaming yellow. Then there's this one shows a a heart, a human heart, disembodied. It's painted in these muted reds and purples against a black background. It makes it look almost like it's part of the canvas itself. And in its center is a mouth, wide open and shouting. Those, they, they stuck with me. I go through floor after floor, and they're all like that. The paintings on the wall, the debris on the ceiling, the hole in the middle of the floor. And then I reach, I reach the top level, top floor. I don't know how long I was walking, but it didn't feel like that long. So I come through the door and into the room. It's just like all the others, except on the ceiling, this time, among the debris, there's a a corpse. It's an old man, with a long white beard, his mouth wide open, eyes closed. He's wearing these these archaic-looking clothes, a long-sleeved, white-buttoned shirt with no collar, brown pants, suspenders, like something from a... Uh, what is it? That, that painting with the two farmers, you know? And his body is just devastated. His limbs are all bent in hideous, impossible ways. And I can see bones protruding from him. There's a big splash of dried blood behind him. And next to his right hand, I see a pencil and a notebook. And I hear, I hear chirping. And I see there's a couple of birds on a window. And they're on top of the window, just like the wreckage on the ceilings and the floors before. But one of them flies inside. And it flies downward and lands on the floor by my feet, standing in the same way I am. And after a second, it flies up again toward the, the body. It pecks at it just once. And in doing so, it collapses onto the ceiling, instantly dead. And right there, among everything else that's stuck up there. And 
the placement of its fall makes me notice something else. Underneath the body is one more painting. I can't see the whole thing, but I can see a horse's head on a muscular, feminine body. Exactly like my other dream. My fear immediately spikes, and at almost the exact same time, I hear the humming sound again. And it sounds just like before, but it feels different. I, I know that sounds, I know that sounds stupid, but... And this time it doesn't stop either, it just keeps going. And it sounds much closer than it did before. So I look down the hole in the floor back into the tower. And this time the, 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 the other floors aren't there. I can see all the way down to the entrance. And on the slope making its way up, I see this hulking mass of gray and black. I, th I think it's floating. From a distance, it looks... Uh, it looks almost furry. But as it gets closer, I can see that its body is jagged and spasming. It's like a wall of TV static. And every time it hums, it convulses more violently. It's moving upward toward me at a consistent but not urgent pace. And I think to myself, it knows it doesn't have to rush. So I'm panicking. I, I don't know what to do. I remember I look out of the window like I was actually considering trying to climb out or maybe even jump out of it. But when I look out, as far as I can see, there are these little, these little humanoid things all over the landscape. They're small, like, even, like, I can tell, even from where I am, that they're only the size of children, but I can see them so clearly. They have no features. And they look flat, like they're, like they're made of paper. No eyes, no mouths, not even fingers. But I can feel them looking at me, and I remember the distinct feeling that they were salivating. I have nowhere to go. The thing rises into the room through the hole in the middle, and it floats there for a minute, and then it hums one more time, and then 
and opens its eyes one by one. And each is a pinprick of glowing white. And it starts to come toward me. But before it reaches me, I feel someone grab my shoulder. Not, not something, someone. I can tell it's a human hand. And that's the last thing I feel. I wake up immediately after that. The thing that really gets me is... I don't know how I remember so much of it. Or the last one, for that matter. I've never remembered dreams in this much detail before. Like, I, I would have forgotten most of any other dream by now, but I can still see everything. Feel everything. Like it just happened. I still don't really know if I think this means anything, but I'm scared. <laughs>